Hi everyone, welcome back to the You Matter podcast. I'm Ellie and before we get going with the episode, I just wanted to take this opportunity to thank all of you on behalf of Yume for your support thus far. This past year has been a great motivation for us and we hope to give you more beneficial content in the future. Inshallah, you'll continue on this journey of discovery together with us. And for those of you who've not heard of Yume, Yume is a community built for young Muslims all around the world to connect, grow and be inspired to be better Muslims and a better version of yourself. We are a safe space that has no judgments regardless of your background or practices so tune in and always remember, you matter. Today, Alhamdulillah, I'm honoured to have a guest with me on this episode. So we have today Riham, who's a student studying at King Abdul Aziz University in Jeddah, pursuing a Bachelor in Sharia and Islamic Studies, and managing her blog, A Goodly Word. So I'll pass the mic over to Riham to introduce a little bit more about herself. Assalamu alaikum. I'm really glad to be on this podcast. Thank you for having me. Uh, so, as you said, I am a student at uh, King Abdul Aziz University, Jeddah. Uh, I'm in my final year studying Sharia and Islamic studies. Uh, and I started A Goodly Word with the intention of bringing the Muslim youth together on their journey of becoming uh, better people, better Muslims. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that's the intention behind my blog. Wow, that's amazing. Um, so today we'll be uncovering your journey so far and probably a little bit of what you've learned along the way. Yeah? Sure, sure. Go ahead. All right. So um, as you mentioned, you started because you wanted to bring Muslims closer together. Um, I myself have seen your blog and I find that it's so inspiring to see, especially someone so young doing it and having like, putting your thoughts into it and, and every emotion and passion into it. And that's just beyond amazing. And I think a lot of people could do with that as well. So I was wondering um, how long you've been doing it and um, how do you manage juggling school as well as your blog? So I started A Goodly Word back in 2015. Uh, it was just um, on Instagram, like just normal Instagram posts and a few articles on my website. Uh, unfortunately, I took a pause from that from, for some time. But now from 2019, we're back at it again, alhamdulillah. Uh, and we've been posting articles and uh, motivational posts on Instagram. To be honest, it is very difficult to juggle everything. And uh, for me, I think having the passion and having the, uh, you know, the, the goal uh, and the drive is one of the most important things, I think, for, you know, trying to keep going. So it's important to make time for what you're passionate about. And if you're really sincere about something, if you really have a burning desire for something, that's like, I think, the driving force that will, you know, help you to continue what you're doing, no matter what difficulties or obstacles or, you know, time commit other time commitments you have. So I think uh, youth is, uh, you know, talking to the youth and building this platform is um, something very dear to me. So I think that's what keeps me going. Wow, that's amazing, really. Um, so I... I was wondering how it was when you shifted, like when um, back home versus when you went over to Jeddah 
and and what were the differences that you saw that probably uh, youth Muslims faced or are they like about the same in both countries? Um, I was born and raised in Riyadh, so almost all my life was spent in Saudi Arabia. Uh, I just came to Jeddah for my education, so most of the struggles I saw uh, were things I personally went through. And I had the opportunity of working with a few youth uh, in my time in Riyadh in different Quran schools and different institutes. And I felt that we all had the same concern, which is like, how am I going to be a better Muslim in this day and age? You know, with all this uh, stuff going around on the world, the temptations, the desires, how can I still be the best Muslim I can be given the circumstances? So. I felt like we all have a universal um, goal in mind, a universal question, basically. All Muslim youth, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's it's really hard, especially um because now, um times are changing. Everything's evolving. Um, the in the slightest things like just our phones, for example, could be the biggest distraction. And like what you mentioned, I think that's a pretty um main area for for a lot of countries, a majority of the countries in the world. Yeah, so um, was there like a major turning point for yourself that like really inspired you? Like you just maybe thought to yourself one day like, okay, I've seen so much of this and it's time for me to do something about it to help um, influence and better educate um, my youth brothers and sisters out there. Uh, so for me, I had a major uh, life turning point at 15. Uh, before that, you know, I was just like every other teenager, just living life, not knowing where I'm going. Uh, and I had no purpose. And I once had a wake up call where I decided, like, I want to take my religion more seriously. I want to, you know, better my relationship with my creator. And immediately, you know, the first thing that happens when you decide to make that change is you have to look for like minded company like-minded individuals or people who are maybe even, you know, on the path, uh, been longer on the path than you, have more experience, just so you can have uh, support, like a support system. And unfortunately, I couldn't find uh, people of my age who are on that road. It took me a very long to find uh, people as such. Uh, I had, however, uh, a few adults in my life but sometimes I felt like maybe they couldn't relate to me. Um, and when I did decide to go into the Muslim community, because I was not coming from a very, you can say, practicing background. Uh, when I decided to join um, the practicing community, I felt like that was a club only some people could enter. So I had a very, uh, you know, hard time relating um, to what, they were asking of me or I had a very hard time being myself uh, and even, you know, getting uh, my questions answered or getting that support. Like we're all there for each other. We're all on this earth for the same reason. We have the same goal. So there was a lot of judgment, uh, judgmental, you know, uh, conversations. And I decided that, you know, I don't want my Muslim brothers and sisters uh, to go through the same thing. I wanted to create a safe space where people can come, be themselves, talk about their problems, and sincerely want to work, uh, you know, to better their relationship with their creator. 
So that's when I decided, okay, I'm going to start a blog. You know, why not build a community? I don't have, I'm not finding that community. Why not build it? Uh, we're slowly getting there. I wouldn't say that we're there yet, but inshallah, uh, you know, uh, the more we meet youth and the more they realize uh, and understand our vision, they jump on board as well. So alhamdulillah, I hope that we've created a safe space for youth to come discuss their issues and, you know, better, uh, better themselves. Wow. Wow. Um, that's, that's a really, really nice way to put it. Um, I think in anybody's life, there will always be a time where you think you've had enough of something. Um, and sure. you, you for sure have just explained to me that that was your, your, your pivotal moment in your life that you knew this is it. Like it's time for me to, you know, go back to my roots. Um, so I wanted to ask, and I wanted to get your advice on this. Um, for people around the world who are having troubles, um, you know, being or staying aligned to, uh, you know, turning back to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala every time, and they start to divert from that path, like. Is there something that you can do in order to try your best to stay on that road and not um, basically go, go too much or too far off? Um, I, I would personally say from my personal experience, the most, uh, most important thing is to know who Allah is. Because once you realize who He is, when you, once you understand um, you know, who He is, it's easier for you to come back when you stray. But if you keep thinking of Allah as someone who's going to punish you, someone who's you know, holding you accountable for every single thing, and you forget that he's the all-forgiving, the all-merciful, and he loves you more than your own mother. So once you internalize that and know your creator, uh, that will help you to come back to him every time. And along with that, I would emphasize having good company. People who, and by good company, I mean people who are already on the path or are trying their best to be on the path, who are sincere in wanting the best for you and who want the best for themselves. So I think it's like knowing who your creator is, getting the right company. And last thing I would say is no matter how much you fall or how much you stray, even if it's a small stray or a very big stray, whatever it is, uh, I think that you should not give up on yourself. If your creator is not giving up on you, then you have no right to give up on yourself. You know, come back to him. And uh, basically, that's life. You fall back down and you get back up. You know, that's life. So, and uh, I, this reminds me of this quote I read recently where, uh, you know, Jannah itself is made for people who make mistakes and repent not for those who are perfect so you know i feel like that should motivate all of us to keep going wow um yeah you've you've lost me by the way like oh i'm so touched by it <laughs> um oh. <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> i i i would say i understand i i'm also on that like one minute i'm on the path one minute i'm off and i it's it's really hard to keep up with it, you know, um, especially like if there's nothing that has really struck like a, like a huge impact in your life. But I would say 
uh, don't wait for that that big impact because you never know how f- how fast or how slow you can turn around and get back. Yeah. True. True. So, um, yeah, I find that it was everything that you've been saying has been so beautifully thought out. Like. And I think it's even a reflection for myself and a lot of um, young Muslims around the world as well is to never give up on yourself, especially if he doesn't give up on you. Um, there are tons of people who can give up on you, right? I mean, you sometimes do have parents who give up on you or friends that give up on you, but um, the most important thing is you can't give up on yourself and he will never give up on you. True, so, as long as you're breathing, you have another chance so yeah um and there's also that quote that says um every day you wake up it's a it's a it's a time to start anew it's time to do something different with your life um and not just take it as oh you know it's another day Uh, I'll just do the same thing all over again yeah so I wanted to ask you if there was a particular um ayat in the Quran that that you hold very dear to your heart, especially when you were um, transitioning in that pivotal moment of your life? Uh, there, there's one particular ayah I remember feeling very emotional about, uh, maybe two, three years into my journey of starting to practice. And it's an ayah from Surah Ali Imran, uh, where Allah says that, you know, you were almost at the edge of the fire and we saved you. So that always reminds me that, you know, my life was going in one direction, like with no, uh, you know, purpose, no relationship, proper relationship with my creator. And every time I'm reminded of that, I remember how Allah took me out of that situation and, you know, put inside me that uh, motivation or that inspiration to turn back to him. So that's, a very um i would say a very inspiring ayah for me and it gets me emotional every time you know to remember uh uh it's it's been 10 years since i'm like 15 years old but uh the ayah hits me the same every time it reminds me of that time where i just started and um reminds me of of the grace of allah at that time you know to help me to come to where i am today i'm nowhere near perfect but you know just being on uh the journey, the journey itself is, is a very big blessing, alhamdulillah. Wow. I've um, been trying really hard to um, read more of the, um, the translations of each um, surah, each ayah in the Quran. And I am not sure if you've had those days where sometimes you're just feeling quite low. You open the Quran and there's just suddenly the whole page that is just like writ- written and destined for you for that day like like you could possibly for myself I've had the experience of you know sometimes you um fight with your mom or something like you, you know it's just simple bickering with your parents and then you feel so uneasy I, I ever opened the Quran and it was just like a page full of um basically advice about parents and that you shouldn't be rude to them and all that. And it's the Quran works in mysterious ways. And, and I strongly believe in that. Um, there's a ton of my a ton of my friends have also mentioned that there was a like I'll just give you like an example of one. It's 
um, they were having a really tough day at work and and they just like couldn't you know manage it and then when they opened the Quran it was just about being um, having a balanced life because Islam is all about balance anyways right um, you cannot have sure. too too much of something you can't have too little of something so everything is um, as much as possible in moderation um, and and in this day and age it's quite hard to find moderation <laughs> I yeah very true yeah it's it's really really hard and and Yes, um, we are trying. We are really, really trying to, you know, find the balance between friends, family, work, for example, school, um, and and our obviously our our deans like our but uh, reading the Quran and all that kind of stuff. And we have such a little time in the world in in a day. We have twenty four hours, um, minus about eight hours of sleep, and then you have that remainder to finish everything else that you need to do and yeah it's really really hard and I I I myself like like yourself as well I um was studying previously and I was doing uh you at the same time and it's really really hard to juggle because your brain has to keep switching between I need to study I have to do work so um I would say passion comes in hand in hand and and since you mentioned that you had this passion to make sure that the youths around the world are able to stay connected to Allah and and to Islam and and everything in its um entirety it's it's passion that drives you to continue what you're doing right it's the yeah yeah it's the it's the need for it to to come together mm-hmm. and and to basically like puzzle pieces like each piece has to fit in order to see the whole picture yeah so, true yeah and I can imagine it must be really it like what you mentioned earlier it was really hard to start out um it's always the first step is the hardest and then it'll get easier along the way but the first step yeah. it's it's like um your on the floor, you're trying to climb Everest in like a like one just one huge step, and yes, um, yeah. With that, do you have like any like advice to anybody who just wants to start something new, um, be it, um for example like yourself, like starting an Islamic blog or just starting anything in life that could possibly and inshallah benefit them as well. For me, pers- I can only speak from personal experience. So I can, I would say that if you have a burning desire for something and that vision and that desire is going to help you in this life and the next, you know, and just, you know, pray istikhara, look at your options and take that first step. And if, if you're blessed enough, you know, to have people around you who support you, that's another plus point, but not everybody has that all the time. So I would I believe that if you have that vision and it's something great and it's you know going to benefit you in this life and the next, take that first step. Uh, keep making dua, and you know keep going because uh, I would always say that your biggest motivator in life should be you first. Sometimes you can't expect. Um, others to give you that so 
you have to find that drive within yourself. And if it's something you really believe in and you sincerely want it. So I would say it's very intimidating, you know, when you want to take that first step because you, you start having thoughts like, am I cut out for this? Uh, am I doing it the right way? Am I, uh, you know, uh, am I going to be able to continue this? Uh, and it's very uh, normal, I feel, to have self-doubt, uh, to have fear before starting something new. But you'll never know unless you try. So make that first step and, you know, keep making dua, keep working on it. And I feel like, inshallah, you will get there. And you'll suddenly find yourself in a place where you never imagined yourself to be in with all that uh, passion, that hard work, and that firm belief in Allah. And definitely, you know, you will see results. Yeah, I, um, I think of all that I picked, that one phrase that you said is, you are your own motivator. I 100% agree with that. And I also agree with the phrase that says you are your worst enemy. Because, true, true. because in all honesty, as much as people, um, I, would, I won't say degrade, that's too harsh, or somebody who just throws banter at you and says, oh, you're not good enough and stuff. If, like what you mentioned, you are your own motivator. If you were to pick from that and, and get better, that's a great thing. But Very if you true. were to, if you were to um, just like succumb to the comments that you get and just tell yourself, nah, this is this isn't for me. I am not gonna be able to do it myself. I'll just you you'll basically keep um, degrading yourself, and then you just don't end up doing it. Sure. Yeah. So- I think this balance of uh, you know having criticism and also like being your own worst enemy for example and being your biggest motivator it should be like uh an act of balance because islam teaches us you know to be accountable to learn from our mistakes to keep checking in on if we're doing the right thing if we're doing it the best way uh and also islam encourages us to you know uh, consult people um, people who want the best for us and uh, our lives in the next lives. So uh, it's all about balance. Uh, you shouldn't allow your own self-doubt or criticism or the criticism of others to stop you from progressing. Uh, and at the same time, uh, you shouldn't be so deluded that, you know, you're going to do everything and you're the, like the best thing on this earth. And, mm-hmm. you know, so it's, it's all about balance. And uh, it's, it's sometimes hard to achieve, uh, but you have to keep yourself grounded if you want to, you know, go go on the right uh, the right way, the right track. So it takes it's all about balance. I would say, yeah, yeah, balance, time, progression. Um, for myself, I think one motto that I that I hold very near to me is that. Even the smallest step is even the smallest step is a step towards progress and towards exactly. your goal. Yeah. Yeah. No matter how small it is, the yeah. fact that you took this step is a big deal. So yeah. I mean, bring it back to when we were babies, like toddlers learning to walk. It's yeah. the for example, the first stumbling step that you took, um, and the more steps that you took eventually has brought us to where we are now and the ability to walk every day, do our daily tasks, be it 
walking, running, um, exercising, it's we we don't really think of it that much when we were kids. Like it just you know like okay I'm walking, but there's not much thought into it. But when we were talking about progress and and we're relating it back to a real life situation, simply of you being a toddler learning to walk until where we are now, for example, I'm 20, 25. And then you see that, yeah, it, we, we have progressed and we have evolved as people, as humans, as Muslims. And um, I think a main takeaway we can take from this is that you have to be the one to strive for yourself and do what's right for you and what's right by you. Yeah, yeah? true. Very true. Yeah, and, and I think um, why we wanted to discuss this and why I wanted to learn more about your journey is so as to inspire more youths out there, possibly to just start with a step towards something, towards something um, better for themselves. And yeah, yeah, um, progress doesn't come overnight. It's not like, you know, one minute I'm here, the next I'm like a lawyer. Like tomorrow I'm a lawyer or something. Exactly. It it definitely yeah. takes time. It takes practice. It takes time. It takes energy, firstly, and um, for, for the most part of it. So yeah, that's pretty much our overall takeaway is that we just want people to try something, like just go take that step, take that leap of faith and see where that brings you. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So it's been really great having you on this podcast, by the way. Thank you, you so much. It was nice to be here. No worries. It was so, um, yeah, it was even eye-opening for myself. Um, it's it's really, really hard to manage life as a youth um, when we have so many expectations, so many weird and unwanted distractions in our life, I would exactly. say. Exactly. It's yeah. really hard. But like you see, um, Riham is a living example of progress towards a better life. Like nobody's perfect and that's fine. It's just how we want to better ourselves. And Yeah, and you and, will never really be perfect. But yep. just trying, trying to get there uh, is what's required of you. Yeah. So I, um, I really hope that um you know people find benefit in my story and what I had to share today. So yeah, yeah. Uh, it's really great. Uh, I'm glad to be able to you know share my journey with you guys. It's okay. Alhamdulillah. Thank you so much t- for joining us actually, um and thank you for for opening our eyes to not just what we have here in Singapore, which is where you started, but about what's across the borders, what's across the horizon, what's across the sea um, in yeah. Jeddah and, and how we all have the combined thought of young Muslims um, and the struggles that we face together. And, yeah, it's a and universal, just, universal yeah, struggle. It's, it's a universal struggle, really. Yeah. I totally agree with that. So before we end... I would love to thank you so much for taking the time to join us today on the You Matter podcast. Um, it's been, for myself, it's been a very beneficial episode this time around. It's um, amazing to see a person's growth. And thank I, you so much for having me. No worries. Thank and you so for, much. 
Yeah. And for myself, I, I love to listen to personal stories. And that makes me, you know, kind of more excited to work on my own personal goals. So to all the listeners out there, I hope that you learn from Reham's um, personal journey and possibly a little bit from my um, take on it. So you guys can implement it into your life and start and just start like the just start your start your journey to, towards something good. Yeah. So yeah. Sounds great. Yeah. So I guess that's all we wanted to share with you today on this episode of the You Math Podcast. I hope it benefited you and may you share this with your friends as well. Do drop us a DM if you'd like to share similar experiences or let us know what you'd like to hear about in the future. Um, I'm Ellie and thank you so much again, Reham, for joining us today. And I'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye!